Happy Valentine's Day! Oh, we, have we started? We happy started. Valentine's Day! Happy, happy Valentine's Day from Couples Date. Uh, you got me such a thoughtful gift. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I did like it. You got me, we have matching um, roller skate necklaces, which is like the best. You got me that. It's just like junior high because yeah. our our uh, podcast is kind of junior high-y. Yeah, it is. It's all, it's all gossip. Junior high focus. Gossipy and angry. <laughs> a little sad. Yeah. Uh, um, and you got me a, a super thoughtful card with stickers and you got me a little bee pin and some candy hearts, which I'm eating right now. And here, this one says... Let's kiss. Well, the, the heart says it. <laughs> Just eat it. Let's shake hands. Thank you. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, I'm a really big, big fan. I make a big stink about Valentine's Day every year because I don't ever have a Valentine. <laughs> and I'm like insistent that people just celebrate it as a love holiday, not just a romantic holiday. That's a good idea. I'm like, quit acting like it's just about couples because, you know, you love your mom and you love your... Na- the yeah. neighbor kid, because he helps you out and feeds your dogs, and, like, just show people love. What's the big deal? And then, like, I never got any Valentine. I feel like such a jerk now. <laughs> but to be fair, I didn't get right. my actual Valentine <laughs> Valentine either. I was like, here's a bag of candy hearts I bought you, and also a chocolate bar. High five, bro. <laughs> I, gave, I gave a Valentine to everybody at work, and... Pretty much collectively, the response was, I didn't know we were doing Valentine's. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we weren't. We weren't. But but I did. Just me. <laughs> I like to so. think that the real Valentine that you want <laughs> is the look on people's faces <laughs> of guilt that they didn't get you something thoughtful back in return. And that's really what you like that's more really than receiving. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually, I would rather somebody just take me out for a nice dinner and maybe get me flowers. I could do that. I'll do that. I'll take you out for a nice dinner and I'll bring you flowers. How about? On Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, I I don't even say, like, Dylan was like, we're celebrating. This is the thing we're doing. We're being romantic. Last year, and we did, like, a real Valentine's. And then this year, I purposely scheduled a show on Valentine's because I don't like it. I don't like the holiday at all. I buy my kids. A and how'd that play out for you? Did uh, you love it? Oh, no, it was a bad idea, too. <laughs> Dinner would have been better, Dinner right? would have been better. I could have stayed home and eaten sushi and watched The X-Files. Yeah. And given him a blowjob and been like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. I know romance. But, no, nah, I was an idiot. Yeah. No, it didn't. I get my kids, like, I make a little Valentine for each of them. Like a bag and, like, a cute little thing. Um, and now you every year, too, for sure. You give the most thoughtful gifts of anyone you should be like a concierge and that's what you do is make gifts for people because like you give like the most adorable cute perfect little stickers perfect bows anything you ever get from me is going to be still in the fred meyer bag i got it in here it has the receipt in there in case you hate it love you well i am always surprised at how not you specifically but how thoughtless people are with gifts yeah. You know, I'm like, if you're going to do a gift, you might as well just put, like, even the slightest amount of thought into it. And it really is not hard. Also, you could ask somebody what they would like or what would be nice or just pay attention mm-hmm. in your life. So I don't feel like, you know, I've, I've had people say, oh, you give great gifts, but I'm like, I just sort of pay attention. Yeah. You know? So it's not like it's a hard thing where I'm really, you know, I'm, like, stewing over <laughs> what I need to give somebody. No, you're just, you, you know? have, like, a good eye. For that stuff. I I guess, you know, maybe I'm just not very thoughtful. Because <laughs> I always struggle getting people gifts. I'm always like, Ugh. 
I got you a pedometer. <laughs> I just get people pedometers. I would love a pedometer. Would you? I used to have a pedometer, and I it was like my favorite thing. Oh God! I become. And then I was just always trying to beat myself. Like, mm-hmm. how many steps am I gonna take today? I become obsessed, and I become like the weird person who, like, you're in a waiting room, and I'm standing up marching in the corner because <laughs> I'm like, gotta get these steps done, folks. Yeah, that's why I'm not getting a Fitbit. Because yeah. I'm in competition with myself, and then all of a sudden it gets out of hand. Well, and then you get to be in competition with other people. Mine broke, oh, no. finally. Yeah. And, like, all you, there's, like, an online thing where you're in competition. But I stopped getting involved with it because Dylan, he does, like, 18,000 steps before breakfast because he's such a, like, and, like, he's so busy all the time. And so every day he'd just beat me. So and you I was just like, gave up walking? Fuck you. Yeah, I just gave up walking. I, I'm now using a wheelchair. I would, actually, I would actually see how little I could do just to make him annoyed. He'd be like, I you only did steps today. He'd be like, you only did 540 steps today. How is that even possible? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I took it real easy. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Well, that was a very thoughtful gift, and I love it, and I can't wait to get our new headshots done with our crimped hair and our couple skate. I really need to get a bad haircut before we do that. Yeah, something bouffant Or do something different with the color that's mm-hmm. sort of off. It needs to be, like, when you're dyeing your hair blonde, you have, you have like, a few months where you're, right, like, going lighter, stage. lighter, lighter, and it's, like, a golden ash yuckiness. <laughs> Like, like my just, natural hair color? Yeah, that's, yeah. You could just kind of sink into that natural. Like my mom calls it dishwater blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my hair color growing up. It was always like this kind of unattractive. My kids all have it. They all have the, it's like not a color. Right. That's what, yeah. what color is that? It's, it's not, not brown. Really a it's color. not blonde. It's just kind of. Dishwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dirty dishwater. Dirty dishwater. Yeah. Scrubbing pots brown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You said that instead of, we were going to update your New Year's resolutions, but you said they're actually Valentine's. Well, because in, like, at the New Year, I'm always like, I'm not making resolutions. That's not my thing. I like to make goals and and do changes, and I'm always working towards those throughout the year. I'm always thinking of new ways to improve myself. But then when it comes to Valentine's Day, that's when I really hit the low for the year. (laughs) And I'm thinking, I'm so sad. I'm like... Um, you know, I've got really bad insomnia again because nothing's working out. And so then I always think like, what could I do differently to not feel this way again? And so my New Year's resolution slash Valentine's Day resolution, because inevitably mine are always related to some sort of horrible like romance debacle, (laughs) which I'm always going through always around Valentine's Day slash my birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, when you really need to feel kind of buoyed up, it's winter time and everybody else is like getting flowers and, you know, you're uh, at home on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so my New Year's resolution, Valentine's resolution this year is to care less about people who don't care about me. That is a good one. <laughs> and... I'm going to add to that, care more for people who care about me. Mm-hmm. Because I spend so much energy on people who are shitty. Yeah. Shitty people. Yeah. And I'm like, what can I do to help this situation? Yeah. And get us, get us to a good point. And I'm like, oh, but they're shitty. Yeah. So, they're, like, nothing's going to improve. Yeah. You know? And yes. then I'm, like, not not putting that effort into people that are awesome to Yeah. Me. That is that was my New Year's resolution. And it's funny because specifically, I put a lot of energy into men. I put a ton of emotional currency into men 
who are dicks to me mm -hmm. and who are don't reciprocate in any way. And I have a lot of friendships with men that are not rewarding, that are frustrating and exhausting. But then I have a lot of women in my life who I don't put that energy into, but I who at like you, I know I can turn to it any time and be like, nah, dad, <laughs> but I don't put that same emotional right. energy into those relationships because they're more natural right. because that person's already decent to me. So I don't have to convince them I'm a human being to make them finally turn around and be like, okay, I'll be okay to you. And so th that yeah, was my I new year's tell resolution. You how many elaborate meals I've cooked in the past year for somebody who's just going to be like, eh, that was fine. Yeah. You know, like when did I cook a nice meal for, a, for like one of my girlfriends Yeah. or my sister? Yeah, you know? exactly. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to make any plans like that, but I'll go out of my way, spend an entire Sunday investing in a three, four course meal for somebody who doesn't give a shit about me. Who ate Jack in the Box on the way over. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I had yeah. four granola bars before I came over. Yeah. So sorry. I found them really in my hungry. car. Yeah. They weren't in the wrapper. <laughs> I'm not that hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I feel like I spend so much time listening to men's problems, helping them through their relationship stuff. And, and almost no time doing that for the women in my life because the women in my life kind of have their shit together and right. don't need a lot. But I don't, I don't turn around and spend that in like healthy ways. Instead, right. I and just, none of those men are, are reciprocating that behavior. Like, no. I want some reciprocal behavior this year. Yeah. This year I'm saying if you're not doing anything for me, and I don't mean it like you've got to, you know, buy me an expensive present or, no. you know, take me on a trip. It's, it's like, it's common courtesy recipro reciprocation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had thoughtful. There, there's a there's a guy I've been friends with for a few years who um, was going through this terrible breakup. He has this, you know, he his picker is broken. He's always dating these women that are like stalker crazy. And he was going through yet another thing where this woman wouldn't leave his house. And he was calling me and he was freaking out. And I like took time out of like my busy life to like talk him through a bunch of stuff and be like, oh, da da da. But then like two days later. I had some shit go down with a, a comic who was really awful to me. And I texted him and was just like, I'm feeling really depressed. I feel really sad. And he was, he, he texted me back like three words that, which were basically like, get over it, toughen up. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing midwifing this guy's breakup? Right. When, when I can't turn around and be like, Hey God, I'm also really struggling <laughs> right now. Nothing. You know, I think he sent me back a pineapple emoji. Mm -hmm. when I was like, I'm really suffering right now. He sent me back like an emoji that was like, that doesn't, that's not even an appropriate emo emoji. <laughs> that's not even a frowny face, motherfucker. Like, right. at least. What about the smiley poop? Come yeah, on. <laughs> at least pretend to have picked out something appropriate. Although I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's the sign for universal care or something. I think actually the pineapple is a sign for hospitality. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, not appropriate. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Show us oh, some hospitality. Yeah. Emma. <laughs> All right. No, I, I, that's a really good resolution. I think. So let's, uh, let's be our co That'll be, it. yeah. Let's see if we can get some more women on board. I'm sure we can. <laughs> I'm sure that they're, I'm sure when women listen to this, because I know so many women who say the same thing that they're like, oh yeah, I spend so much time on my male, like helping my male friends work through their emotions. There was a, there was a comedian recently who was super rude to me. And we were supposed to have lunch. I was in another city. We we're supposed to have lunch. And then he made kind of a sexual joke to me. And I was like, no, don't. Don't flirt with me. And then all of a sudden he couldn't make lunch anymore. So I was like, hey, is that because I, I was clear that, like, this is never going to be a sexual relationship? And he, like, totally freaked out in text and was like, fuck you. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, so it was. 
But my reaction to that wasn't, fuck you forever, I'm never speaking to you again. I, my reaction was, maybe I should talk to him about how his childhood <laughs> abuse has affected his relationship with women. And I had to I had to like stop myself and be like, you're not investing any more time in this dick bag. Right. You're not talking to him. Because my, my go-to was like, maybe I can help him have the emotional growth he needs to actually be a decent human being so we yeah. can be friends. Instead steward of being like, him through good that. luck, dickhead. <laughs> you know? Yeah, steward him through that. So I, I did have one success story already this year. Good. With that. Good. Yeah, and I I feel like part of it is that that I, I I got out my big box of love notes because before phones, um, and before really email, men wrote notes and slash love notes. And I was reading through some of them and I thought, you know, we're letting we're letting each other off easy with this text thing because we feel like we're reaching out we feel Mm -hmm. like we're communicating and we feel like we're doing something and it's really equivalent to nothing like the pineapple emoji Mm -hmm. that is nothing yeah so you know like make the effort with communication with people i feel like and that's going to be part of the if somebody you know like like i have people that write me letters why am i not writing more letters with those people i don't want to write letters (laughs) Do I have to write letters? <laughs> well, you know, it's just like the postcard. Yeah, it you know? is. Like, I, yeah, used to, I have a girlfriend that when we were in high school, we used to always send, not always, but, you know, like four times a year. Yeah. If you went on a vacation, you would send each other a postcard. That's true. And I have this whole collection of postcards, and it's so fun, and it really takes four minutes yeah, to they, write a postcard. Yeah, they're so cute. Like, everybody likes getting mail. Even yeah. when you're an adult, you still get a, like, yeah. Like a, getting a letter or a card or something in the mail. Yeah. So four times a year yeah, I can send a postcard. That's sweet. All right. I can do a postcard. Yeah. I, can... I mean, you travel all the time. Wouldn't it be fun to have a collection I... of postcards from Emma? I buy them. I actually buy postcards everywhere I go and then never send them. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know. I, I'm always like, I'm going to send these. I'm going to send these out. And then, okay. So that's my other re- Valentine's resolution. So I'll send, I'll send you postcards. Yeah. Or yeah. your kids or Dylan. Oh, fuck them. No. <laughs> I do have a bowl at work of postcards that have been sent to me over the years, oh, and I cool. love reaching into it and pulling out a postcard from ten years ago and seeing where somebody oh, was and what they were doing, and yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. I do go a lot of places. I could send you some some great tiny town Missouri. I would love tiny town Missouri <laughs> postcard. I do not have one from there yet. <laughs> um, there was a there was a uh, rest stop in Louisiana, or not a rest stop, like a gas station that had a tiger in this tiny little cage, and it was called <gasps> the Tiger Rest Stop, and it was oh, just out no. in the heat. But they had the most depressing postcards that I was so torn because I was like, I want to buy all of these, but I also don't want to give you guys even a dollar fifty towards how terrible this thing you are doing <laughs> right. is. But they had these awful postcards, and they had all these. The postcards had the pictures of the tiger, but then it also had all these anti-environmentalist messages on the postcard because they get harassed so much by... You know what you should have done? You should have stolen them. Oh, shoot. I should have stolen them. (laughs) I mean, such a nerd that didn't even occur to me. advocate for stealing, but I can see in certain circumstances it would be appropriate. Every postcard you get from me from now on will be stolen. It'll just just read, stolen! I uh, got a bunch of great postcards from the Shoshone Ice Caves this summer. Have you Ooh, been to the Shoshone I have. Ice Caves? I have been there. Yeah. <laughs> that place is low end. Yeah. And their gift shop has, like, I, it was from the era when they had to buy, you know, 20,000 postcards. Yeah. So, like, 1969 in order to, you know, fulfill their order and get the best price. And so they still have the same postcards that you can buy oh. new off the rack 
that are they're like 40 years old. Oh, that's fantastic. And they're like, you know, a girl in a ice skating outfit, you know, in the Shoshone ice caves, which you cannot do anymore. No, no. Uh-huh. And they've got the cute little, like, um, scalloped edge. Yeah. You know, so I bought some from there because that was... Yeah, that place, the last time, I took the kids there a few years ago, just because we were kind of stuck in, in Twin Falls for some reason for a few days, and I was like, this is just a dirt path into a cave. <laughs> With a bunch of weird cement, Yeah, what, what are supposed to be like indigenous peoples. Yeah, <laughs> creepy statues, weird lighting, uh-huh. yeah. That's yeah, like, kind of gross. Yeah, kind of gross. <laughs> You're like, this should just be a tire fire where a bunch of kids drink. 40s, but yeah. you've made and it into a monument. Like Ten bucks I know. for you to go. In there. I, know, like, <laughs> I keep telling my dad, we got to do something and just charge admission. Yeah, because people will go to anything. People will go to anything if you have a big sign. Yeah, and like act like it's worth ten bucks. Yeah, because nobody's gonna ask for their ten bucks back. No, at the Shoshone Ice Caves. Even though we're all thinking, wow, that was ten dollars <laughs> a person. It was actually fifty dollars for our family to yeah. do this. Yeah, I was very like, well, we spent money on that. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's move on to revenge. 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 Right. Um, you have some. <laughs> you you're such a you give such good gifts. You're such a sweet person, and yet you've told me earlier that you're a, you're a real vengeful broad. <laughs> when somebody makes me angry or I feel like somebody has done me wrong, my my first thought is all always how can I figure out a way to really really hurt them that they can't trace back to me. You go full Count of Monte Cristo <laughs> over a cut in line and of the bank. And I get such satisfaction. Like, I remember I had a really bad breakup with this guy, and he was um, living uh, at this apartment. And I don't remember. I think I had to go to the apartment to get a bunch of my stuff, even though we weren't living together. And my friend went with me, and we did terrible things. Like, we put a bunch of salt in all of his condiments <laughs> and we um we wiped off his we like dusted his whole house with his pillowcase but the best thing was that we put a, a frozen what does that you what does that mean you dusted his whole house well with his, his house really dusty so that we dust so then when he laid down on his pillow it was, it was oh dirty. my god <laughs> that is like that's not revenge. You're a dork. We no, dusted his whole house okay, with those pillowcases. Oh my gosh, she's going to have the worst allergies from this. High five. No, no, no. The best part of it was that we took a frozen block of hamburger and we threw it behind his fridge. Oh, now that's so brutal. So then when it defrosted and then just like sort of gradually started rotting. Mm-hmm. Rotting meat is one of the worst, worst, worst oh, yeah. smells. And I guess, like, eventually, and because it was behind the refrigerator, he didn't, he could never find, find it. it. And so it was just, like, his house just stunk, like, rotten meat. I think he actually had to move out. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a monster. Never mind. I mean, I haven't done anything like that recently. Yeah. But I just feel like I'm so tempted to, you know, subscribe to a bunch of, like, really obnoxious magazines, for instance, to send to a person that would be like, you know, um, opposite of their belief system. You know, yeah. so like if they were anti-religious, then I would send them a bunch of like religious paraphernalia or something you like devil. that. <laughs> okay, oh so it doesn't sound so bad, but... See, I, I thought also- you were going to move into somebody's <laughs> life, uh, marry their daughter... <laughs> 
who was actually your dog. Yeah, I don't remember the plot, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, something like that. No, it's like harmless that. stuff, but I feel like it's just like a little, just a little twist of their arm to be yeah. like, yeah, well, <laughs> how about all these magazines, buddy? <laughs> Boy, see, I think. I think it's very, I think it's healthy because, like, they say, like, you know, in the Buddhist practice that it's healthy to, like, envision the fullest of your rage and then let it go. Right. And I like that the fullest of your rage is a bunch of magazines and a dusty pillow. But you know what they always say is success is the best revenge. Yeah. I can't get there. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. Yeah, I'm not, like, having a bunch of happiness and, like, ending up with a much hotter guy who, like, treats me really well. Yeah. So I can't do that. So no. the next best thing is just, like, shitty revenge. Petty revenge <laughs> is Petty the revenge. best revenge. Yeah. Is, that's what they say. That's the Buddhist way. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> no, so if you have any ideas on how I could be a little more vengeful. Well, I, I did know the rotting meat thing. I knew um, a, a woman moved out of the house that my ex-father-in-law owned. And she was very mad because they had been like, hey, we need you to move out. You're not, you haven't paid rent in like a year. She was super mad. And she put a frozen chicken in the uh, heating ducts. <gasps> and it it ruined the house. Like yeah. it actually ruined the house because it was in there and like they couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from. And it was like months of like the house was like ruined. Um, so that's probably the most brutal. So just stick with the frozen meat? Pretty much meat, I think, is your best revenge uh, go-to, in my opinion. That's... But you see, you have to figure out a way to get back in the house. Yeah. And also, I would say most of the, most of the men that I would want revenge on, they already live in squalor. Yeah, a little more <laughs> rotting meat. They're not going to notice a rotting chicken it's not smell. not really going to, yeah. Because it already smells like... You know, old shit. Why does my dishwasher <laughs> box smell like rotten meat? Time to get a new one. Yeah. That's where they live is in boxes. <laughs> I don't know. I I can't. I'm trying to think if there's anything I've ever actually you don't even. Feel, you don't feel like a, you don't ever want to have revenge on somebody. I think I've, I've been really angry with people. Um, but I don't know that I've ever, like, I just don't think I have a good enough imagination for revenge like I there there's I'm always just like boy I'd like to stab you that's my revenge is I have like, like some sort of physical. stab 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 and then but I would never do anything like right. that so no I'm like there was a there I'll tell you there was a woman um who really fucked me over who was a, who I thought was a really close friend of mine she really fucked me over and like really broke my heart a few years ago and um I, I had been like, I, like I would be, I was really angry at her, but then the best revenge has been um, being better at comedy than her, I found. Like, right. So success. Yeah. So success, success is the best revenge. <laughs> like I had so been. So that's what you're doing then. Yeah. Okay. And having okay. a, having a happy relationship. Oh, yeah. Success. Maybe that's what's. <laughs> so maybe I'll try that this time. Instead of the yeah. old meat trick. Instead of the old <laughs> rotten meat trick. I can't even, I want, I want to be like, yeah, here's what you do, but I got nothing. I don't know. I've never tried to get revenge on anyone before. I'm a chicken shit is the problem as I would be too scared, I think, to really go for it with revenge. See, what I always feel is when somebody hurts me, I want them to hurt back, but they never... Like, you can just tell. They don't really care don't, that much. They don't care about you. Yeah. So they're not hurt. And I always think, why don't you have to hurt if mm -hmm. I have to hurt? So what would hurt 
a person. I think I'm missing that. Like, and, and it's even been told to me by people like that. They're like, you should be angry over this. You should be angry over this treatment. And I think I'm missing some sort of gene where you're appropriately angry. I don't know that I'm appropriately angry. No. In fact, I think I should be like, why do you care? This person is really not worth caring about. Yeah. I always care about the person not worth caring about. And, you know, the person that, <laughs> that can't muster having emotions. That's the one I'm having emotions about. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> when you're like, I'm so hurt. And they're like, I have, I feel nothing. Right. Good luck with that. Bye. Well, that leads good into our, our next feature that we're going to start doing sometimes is, um, I should have said that. Yeah. When you're in a situation where you didn't have a good comeback and then years later or months later or whatever, you're like, you know what I should have said? And we can we were talking about like maybe crowdsourcing insults so that when something happens, you'd be like, you know what I should have said? I'm usually, my, my reaction time is getting faster. I feel like it used to be years where something would come to me. But I feel like now it's it's that night. Usually by that night I'm all ah, you know what I should have said. Probably your comedy. Yeah, in. I'm getting I'm getting a little better with the insults. That's good. Yeah, a little bit quicker. Right. With being a a dick shit. <laughs> so what's something that you um should have said? Well, there was a good one recently because um I went down. So you know I went and did that Super Bowl party show thing. Right. And um, they liked my set so much. Doug Sanhope liked my set so much on Friday that he was like, I want you to be on the All-Star show That's on so Saturday. Amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. And he was a very sweet, for as vulgar and kind of, you know, wild as he is, he's the nicest, kindest guy. And so he, um, so I went up on the Saturday show, but right ahead of me, the comic ahead of me, who, you know, whatever, is a, he's a decent guy in a lot of ways. But he does really vulgar material. He but he used the word retard. That's kind of his comedy. Is he uses uh, a lot of words that I don't. You know, like I'm not trying to stop anybody from saying them, but I just think they're kind of gauche. Like I don't say faggot. I don't say I don't do any you know homo bashing. I don't do any of that stuff. And so he said the word retard a bunch in his set. Which puts me in a very awkward position because I talk about having a special needs child right, right after him. So I had already been like. I have to address that, otherwise the crowd is going to be super uncomfortable and, like, not be able to focus on the joke. So I, I didn't handle it terribly. What I So he said, retard, 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 retard. So I when I opened up with my joke, I was like, you know, I'm, I want to talk to you guys about my autistic kid, and I feel like we're all – you guys are going to be open to that because you, um, you guys just hung out with Junior for about 15 minutes. And the crowd laughed. Like, they really liked that. But then later I thought in bed at, like, 4 in the morning, it came to me – that I should have said that I don't mind that I that I don't personally use the word the R word myself because as Junior proved it's their word. <laughs> Come on, how great would have that that would have been so funny. And the crap and I later I was like, oh, I should have said that. Like I handled it okay, but later I was like, I should have made a bigger deal about the fact that he. I mean, even though like I don't use the word retard and and I totally get why you don't. But it was like my go-to as a kid. Like I never said fag because I had gay family. I never and I I didn't never called things gay. But I said retard a lot as a kid. Like that was our right. That was the word that was used very commonly. Yeah, and that was like our go kind of a go-to. Mm -hmm. And as an adult, I had to kick myself off of it after it was kind of like, yeah, we're not really saying that anymore, which I have no problem with. I don't know why people get all like, I'm gonna use that word no matter what. Fuck you. It's like who cares? Like if people are like, hey, that hurts our group. Okay, then I won't use it. No problem. But I don't. But it was also awkward to have to follow him and be like, 
I got a special needs kid. I knew the crowd was going to be like, oh, we were just laughing at retard guy. What do we do? Who do we side with here? You know? So, so I I wish I had said the other thing. If people want to message and crowdsource better comebacks to the comic ahead of me using retard a whole bunch, please feel free. But that was my, that was my one for this week. So I felt like I, I should have kind of said a little more about that. Well, I um, have gotten to the point where a lot of times I don't respond and then think, oh, I should have responded yeah. with such and such. I just bite my tongue. I'm, I've, you know, because I used to be such a blurter and then I would get really upset and emotional. And, yeah. And so now I just bite my tongue and I don't say anything. But I did get an email from my most um, recent ex-boyfriend the other day and I had sent him like a, you know, I'm really bummed and I feel like I tried really hard. And it was a, it was a nice email. It was kind of, you know, like apologetic. And, um, so he responded like a week later and his response was, hi, don't be hard on yourself. You're a very special lady and some gent will Whoa. scoop you up. I hope we can still be friends. God knows I need a good one. And I was so incensed (laughs) by this email because it's like, it's like, I feel like it's really middle-aged for one thing. It's so dismissive. And it's so dismissive. And it's so like, not even saying like, hey, you know, we had a relationship. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like I would expect like an uncle that I didn't know I was just going to say, that sounds like it's from your dad. Right. Well, you're a special girl and some Some gent's going to scoop you right up. Anyway, yeah, tell your after, mom I said hi. <laughs> after I had just, you know, like, laid my heart on the line and said, you know, this is terrible. I feel really bad how this all panned out. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And <laughs> so I couldn't respond because what I felt was rage. And then I'm forgiving because I'm like, well, he just doesn't have the words and he's just not, you know, emotionally sophisticated. So, I mean, it probably does not deserve a response no but i also feel just a like... fucking pineapple emoji <laughs> that's all that motherfucker gets what if we just start answering that's our comeback for everything right now is just fucking pineapple emoji you know i really feel like doing that <laughs> i really do because i like you know like i said part of me just wants to say well fuck you and here's you know i want to do something kind yeah. of vengeful because that's how i feel it's angry yeah you know like we were together a year and you're like don't be hard on yourself some gents gonna scoop you up yeah no no we were together a year a stock response you know <laughs> to you being like hey god what happened here like don't show me and, any and, bit and to of be your fair, heart and i feel soul. like anybody, don't even try i feel like anybody listening needs to know that he's been nonstop contacting you so it's not like you contacted him out of the blue and he was uncomfortable and like oh i like he's been kind of nonstop bugging you well he want he was the one that like kept pestering me to get back yeah. together and i was just like well i don't know if we're getting back together and i you know like i had already decided we were never going to see each other again and then ended up getting back together yeah. sort of vaguely and you know, he didn't actually break up with me. I, I, I dumped him, which was why I kind of sent the apology saying, you know, it just didn't, this is not working out. It's like, I want so much more than you have to give <laughs> in every way. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I wasn't more clear from the beginning that, you know, that was my intention was to have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, and a relationship that's more than just, you know, like you hanging wackadoo. out. Yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> like, I'm so crazy. Yeah. But, you know, apparently I didn't make that clear enough. 
And, uh, you know, I'm just lucky because some gent's going to scoop me you up. You special lady. <laughs> Yeah, that's like he, I'm thinking of it because I'm eating them right now because you got me candy hearts. That's like a candy heart response he gave you. (laughs) Special lady, gent. This one, this one I wanted to show you. It says H8K. 8K? I don't know. I'm wondering. Let me see. What does that mean? This one says H or H and K maybe. H-E-K? Heck. This one says sling. This one says sling. What does that mean? And this one says, you Jew. I think that's what I'm supposed to say, but. That's what I really love about You Jew. Stupid parts. They seem to update him like sort of arbitrarily every year. So when you read him, you're like, really? I thought they used to say like, be mine. Yeah. None of them say be mine anymore. Now I'm wondering like, is H and K a weird sex act the kids are doing? You know, what is, what's that? Hands and knees. Next. <gasps> no. That's got to be what it is, right? <laughs> dirty. Dirty hearts. Well, he's a... He's a I, it's pineapple fine. emoji, I don't that like to be the person talking badly about the other person. That's not true at all. I don't really <laughs> like to be that person. <laughs> but he's never going to listen to this. He wasn't, he's not going to like actually invest in knowing no. me in any way no so <laughs> i know sometimes we'll be talking and i'm like oh i should be careful what i say on here and then i'm like <laughs> melanie nobody, already knows yeah, melanie, <laughs> melanie knows she i would tell her any of this shit so yeah i think like i think like a, a few of my a few of my sweet twitter fans are like i loved your podcast and i'm like you live in oklahoma so i can say whatever i want right hey guys the boise famous are gonna shudder when they hear this how dare you <laughs> Well, that's a good segue into my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Who do you hate right now? Yeah. I, it's, I, it's my favorite segment that we do. And when we were talking about, like, switching segments out and not always doing something, I was like, but I always hate someone, just to be clear. I'm always going to want to talk about who I hate right yeah, now. throughout the week. I'm like, I'm saving that for people I hate. Oh, I hate that person. Yeah, but we kind of agreed a little bit this week. We did. On, mm-hmm. on our person that we hate because <laughs> um, I worked a lot of retail and I've also had kind of some crummy support jobs, which I feel like don't really represent me as a whole person, but they were something kind of in, in, in the meantime. And one of my least favorite things is when people act like you're a sack of shit because you are in a position that's subservient to them or not even yeah you know like maybe they just meet you in a in a party or like at a club or something and they act like oh this person is garbage yeah even though I just met them and I know nothing about them <laughs> yeah the I'm better than you person right is the, the person the we hate pulling rank. the I pulling rank person and the pulling rank person yeah yeah I had a weird run-in last night at a show that I was at where a woman who I sort of peripherally known, but actually I've hired her for a few gigs and um, have, and I push work her way when I can. Cause I kind of, like I try to support women, not just in my own scene, but kind of in, you know, the other scenes around Boise, the music scenes and the art scenes. I, whenever I have, and like, as I get asked a lot, like for different organizations, sure. we're putting on shows like, Hey, what's a good fun, you know, who, so I send a lot of work to people that, that maybe they don't even know that like, Oh, Emma recommended. So I, I recommended her for a lot of gigs and stuff, and last night when I ran into her, we've known each other for years, she was like, I was like, oh, hi, good to see you again. She was like, uh, have we met? 
I, you've worked for me. I've handed you checks before. Like I've paid you over $500 over the course of the last three years. That's a lot of money in arts, you know? <laughs> no. Right. But I was just like, yeah. And so I thought, well, maybe she doesn't recognize me. So I was just like, oh yeah, you know, it's me, Emma. We've worked together. I've hired you for a few gigs, but also like, you know, we are kind of in similar circles sometimes. She totally pretended like she didn't know me. And then when I was like, okay, well, anyway, nice to meet you again. She was so rude and dismissive to me that it was like something out of it. If you wrote it for a movie, they'd be like, it's too over the top. Like the bitchy character. You're going to have to rein it back in. Nobody's going to believe that this woman was this rude. Like so dismissive, so rude. And I was like, we're, we're on the same show right now. Like, you aren't better than me. You're not more famous than me. You know, you're you're on the same fucking... We're on the same and shit also, show. And also, this is Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Who is so important? Nobody. nobody. Everybody here is a nobody, FYI. No. Yeah. So, even the biggest... Why don't you treat each other like human beings? Yeah. I'm like, Tony Dore doesn't treat me like this. Oh my god, no. No, he's a doll, and he's <laughs> super warm to everybody. I'm like, you're, you're a fucking nobody in Boise. But she was really dismissive of me, and then when I was like... I, I kind of, like, I tried to make a joke about, you know, not remembering me. Um, and she was like, yeah, well, some of us are pretty busy. And I was like, <laughs> right. You're, she doesn't do anything out of town. She just does local shit. And I was like, you're, you're busier. Okay. And I just was kind of, and I turned to another friend of mine, uh, the beautiful Minerva Jane, who is one of my favorite boys. Like, if anybody wanted to be Boise famous snotty, Minerva Jane could fucking be like, I'm Minerva fucking Jane. And I'm gonna be, and she is the most gracious, wonderful person. And we both were like, what was that? <laughs> and kind of laughed because it was just like, there's no reason for it. Like, we're, we're all backstage. We're all on the same show. We could very easily just be like, oh, hi, yeah, nice to see you again. Even if you don't remember me, just... Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. I mean, if somebody says, oh, we've met, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm terrible with faces. Yeah. Or names. How about that response? Yeah. Instead of being like, I'm so much better than you, yeah. I can't even stand looking at you right now. Yeah. That's why I don't remember you is because that you're so ugly, I can't even look at your face. I can't even, and she didn't, she never made eye contact with me. It was, oh. it was one of those, like, I was like, do we have a history? But then I was like, no, we don't. Like, we have a barely professional relationship. There's no reason for animosity there. It was very, but it, I feel like that's happened to me before in Boise. And it's always with someone who the art, the pockets of art that you have with like the different genres are so small and there's so little competition that the person who is the top dog in any given circle thinks that they're a really big fish. Like they're like, I'm a big deal in Boise. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm that's. I'm a poet <laughs> in Boise. And I am the audition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have to know you because I'm big shit in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> and it makes me, I don't treat people like that anywhere, anywhere I go. I don't treat servers that way. I don't treat, you know, any show I'm well, on. Because it is such a small community. I mean, not that I yeah. would in a larger community, but I just always think about that. I have, I have somebody that I refer to as my nemesis because for 10 years, she's been hideously, hideously rude to me. Every single time that I've seen her, she doesn't remember me, obviously, mm -hmm. like doesn't know my face because if you, if you shit on somebody, you can't possibly remember their face. But every time I'm around her, she is terrible to me. And so um, now I, you know, don't go to any anywhere where I know that she's going to be. And, mm -hmm. and it's it's difficult sometimes because we're in the same circle. But she's always been rude to me and treated me like a lesser human being. And now I'm in a position where... Um, I really do have more power 
than her, and there's things that I have oh, that success. she wants. Jocelyn, success. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think is, I'm going to use everything in my power to not give you what you want, <laughs> because I can now, because you're so terrible. It's, yeah. And I think, oh, how easily this would have been prevented if you just treated your the people in your small community with some grace. Just a little pleasantness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have to like me. Well, you and don't that, have to be friends. That's the same but... thing. I'm like, well, I'm clearly never going to wreck this girl for work again. You know? Like, I'm, right. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, you know who's actually pretty good and pretty fun? I'm like, I'm, I'm never going to ever put her name out there. I'm never going to, like... You know, I'm at I'm at bigger festivals and stuff, and sometimes they're looking. They're like, "Oh, who's good in Boise?" You know, and I'm not ever gonna say, "Oh, you know, you know who's funny," you know, or not even funny, but you know, you know right. who's talented. Is this person never ever again? And it's I, hilarious to me that I know who you're talking about, <laughs> and I have had shitty run-ins with her where she was super dismissive and rude to me. Well, as have as have a lot of people. Yeah, that's kind of the word on the street. Um, but so many people feel like, oh, well, she's part of our community and she's, you know, she's been through a hard time. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we have to, you know, show her, I don't know. A certain deference. Right. Yeah. And, and, and Boise is funny that way because I think it's happened, it's happened in the comedy scene where people are like, well, this person's a big fish here and they can make or break my career. And you're like, no, they for sure can't. Right. Like <laughs> this person, if they went outside of Boise, they would be, they would be barely host level. They would get into nothing right. in the, in the rest of the country. But because they're in Boise, people like have this fear of like, well, I can't piss this person off because then I won't get booked for the one showcase in fucking Boise, you know? And, and it's just not true. There's nobody here that's like famous enough. Nobody. That would, nobody. Nobody. Like I said, like I, in my, I'm like, okay, Tony Dore. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the kid from Breaking Bad who played Jesse? You or not? Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Blah blah blah. Turdsworth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Um, he's and he doesn't even really live he here anymore. Here. So it's like that. Those are your big Val Kilmer. Maybe you're gonna bump into it at Albertsons and have a weird experience with. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe there's some people up in Sun Valley that are even the people in second home. Sun Valley, but. like, cause I go to the film fest every year, and um, those people are super fucking gracious. You know, you meet Clint Eastwood, and he, well, he was pretty senile actually. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be frank with you. Um, and his driver yelled at me, but. Like you meet actually Jimmy famous Moore was people. was terrible to me. Was she? Yeah, she was super well, terrible to me. I, but I was working at a museum, and we had like this this Egyptian exhibit, this ancient Egyptian artifacts exhibit, and you couldn't take liquids in, obviously. And she tried to bring in her Red Bull. Fucking. Christ. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm sorry, you can't you can't take your Red Bull into the ancient Egyptian artifacts room. <laughs> and she was so pissed at me she was like don't you know who i am yeah i don't care you know if i wouldn't let obama take it in, yeah you know i didn't but that's demi that's <laughs> demi more you know like she gets to be a snotty diva right but no you the person who has like some but also i'm like mm, the i'm like the pathetic girl behind the counter at the museum like yeah you know i'm not why I'm be not rude setting to you. the rules yeah why be rude to you up. Yeah, that's one reason I'm always, um, I mean, I am just because I'm a genuinely, like, pleasant person, but I'm always really nice to servers and retail workers because most of those people, like, they're not there because they're garbage people. They're there because whatever they want to do is not working out yet, 
you know, like, or like me, I own my own business. Yeah. So like this weekend I was working behind the cash register because I'm working with my customers. I like to be there, you know? Yeah. And people like look down their nose at you. Like you're just, you're just some counter girl. Right. Right. And I'm just like, really? I own this place. Right. Yeah. I could kick you out of here right now. Yeah. You know? I could put a chicken in your heating duct, motherfucker. You think I won't? This girl had such attitude with me, and she was really pretty trashy. I mean, her skirt was so short. When she turned around, I kept seeing, like, can I see her ass? Like, is her ass showing? And I was at a weird angle, so I couldn't really tell, but I, it's very possible. It was a cheap denim skirt, and she was acting like I was, you know. That bitch is going to end up with some dust on her pillow. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing here. I want revenge out. immediately. <laughs> well, that's who I that's who I hate this week. Also, is it's February. Why are you wearing that skirt? Big fish, <laughs> big fish in this tiny little pond. Who think that They're any not of this even fuck, big fish? Who thinks that any of this matters? Yeah. Who thinks that any of this even matters? You are not gonna find a bigger fish than me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Oh, are you? And I'm chubby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're my little Pisces. <laughs> I'll get you, I'm going to get you a, a fish pin and some candy hearts <laughs> today for sure. Well, I love you and I'm, I'm glad that we got to make a podcast and I'm, is this the last one? <laughs> this is it. And I'm done. I wanted no. to tell you, listen, I, you're mic. a, you're a, a special lady and someone to podcaster <laughs> is going to scoop you up, scoop you right up and you'll be on. Something someday, I bet. Just remember, <laughs> you success just keep... is the best revenge. <laughs> All right, thank you for coming. Listening to Couple Skate, Bye. Uh, come see me. I'll be at Liquid Laughs uh, March 10th through 14th with Andy Kindler. It's gonna be a very fun show. He's very funny and fantastic. And uh, yeah, that's where I'll be. And I'll be doing some spring cleaning at my place. <laughs> you want a really nice meal cooked for you? And you're a real shitty human being. Ooh. Come over. Come on over. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.